This is Andrew Wood, joined as always by pastor and friend Jason Hayes. Jason, it's Florida week. It is Florida week. Yeah, not it's a that big deal. Like it is. Yes, it's do a very big you, deal. Uh, are you one of the individuals in our community that partakes in gator meat on this no. week? Like you don't no. do that. No, I will. Now, uh, I, you know, not sponsored by the shrimp dock, no, but I but continually hear about yeah. the shrimp dock. You know that they they're always selling gator meat. Yeah, and, no. Uh, I'll and just I know eat a lot of people that do. I'll just eat a normal meal and watch the game. Have you ever had gator meat? I don't think I have. I don't think I've had gator meat. I've had rattlesnake. Yeah. Uh, feels like it should not be gator, somewhat though. similar. Probably. Yeah. Probably. I don't know. If it's cooked right, anything is good. You know? <laughs> even, even the, uh, uh, not meat guy. You know, do you Yo, see yeah. what happened to him? Yeah, no. so so the the guy that is the founder or he's the COO maybe of the like Impossible brand or something. It's one of those. Yeah, you know, it's yeah. supposed to be meat, but it's not. Okay, right. Uh, outside of the Arkansas Stadium, uh, he bit somebody's nose. Oh, uh, yeah, and got arrested. So I mean, you know, so that's meaty. That is meaty. Maybe maybe after a while, you're like, I just you have a taste like a bloodthirsty like vampire taste for. For flesh. So we, uh, um, we, we got away. Carrie and I got away, um, for a, a quick little, um, anniversary weekend. Okay. A uh, weekend or two ago. And we went with, uh, some friends and, um, that's right. And had a great time. Uh, but one of my friends called a, a chef friend of his where we were, where we were. Okay. And, uh, and basically said, tell us, like, just tell us the best restaurants. Like, tell us two or three of the mm-hmm. best restaurants. And better yet, if you can help get us into those restaurants. Sure. Yeah. Which was great. Um, and, uh, and so, sure enough, that happened. And so, my buddy who just loves, loves to eat, you know, but, but it works out really hard, but just loves to eat. And he, uh, he was just talking it up. Oh my goodness. This is going to be great. Yeah. Oh, I can't wait. So we go to this place and, uh, and it is, you know, it is a, a Mexican restaurant, okay. which is great. Sure. Love a good, yeah. you know, authentic Mexican restaurant. The whole menu is in Spanish. There you go. And although I am on day 84 in a row of Duolingo. Oh, wow. Thank you. There you go. Hola. Trying to learn a little yeah. bit of Spanish. Parlez-vous, Francais. <laughs> no, I think we're, I think we're <laughs> off now. Um, but, uh, but, you know, there was a lot of questions. We'll put it this way on the menu. Sure. Okay? Yeah. For all of and us. And they all look to you. Yeah. And they're like, hey, you're you the just dual. translate. Yeah. yeah. <laughs> like, I have not made it this far. <laughs> but, but, uh, you know, the first thing, like my buddy says something like, um, so pescado is fish, right? And I was like, yeah, yeah. And then he said that to the, to the waitress. And, and then he was like, now tell me about this. And, and she, he points to it and she's like, well, it's like a, like a, you know, it's a, it's a fish, the, the white fish or something like this. And then she's like, and he's like, okay, well, what about this? What is here? And she's like, you know, it's a, it's a red fish. I mean, I don't know. Just sure, fish, yeah. fish, fish, Just fish, a lot fish. of fish. Yeah. And, uh, and he says, so where, um, I mean, he's been so amped up about yeah, yeah. this all day long, all day long. He wanted to stay. And so he says, so something. where's the other proteins? And she then informs him. We, we only serve fish. <laughs> well, here's the oh, bad news. No. He does not eat fish. Oh. Period. Does not eat fish. Does not like fish at all. And you want to see like sheer joy being stolen from Man. someone. All this to say in this city about an hour and a half later, 
uh, a number of us were eating deep dish pizza. Yeah, well, I get <laughs> down, it. down the I get street. It. There's a great, uh, or you maybe you went to Charlie O's, which is uh, <laughs> kind of like O Charlie's. Yeah, Charlie yeah. O's. Yeah, sure. Um, yeah. So, well, yeah, that was you know it's. So you had an anniversary weekend. Had a little anniversary this weekend. This coming weekend, this coming Friday, is the Wood 16-year anniversary. Oh. This Friday. Yeah. Now, that's a big deal. Yeah. Uh, so you're going to celebrate by watching the Vols win. Um, yes. And I told the kids, I said, they were like, you know, what are y'all going to do? And I said, well, I'm going to take us back to the time that Erin first told me she loved me. Oh. And uh, we're going to go. So... So if I were to do that, Jason, if I mean, Does I'm this not involve another county fair. No, I'm not county. Fair I'm not going to do it because after I tell you, you're going to be like, well, that, no wonder you're not going to do it. If I were to do that, here's let me paint the picture. for OK. You. OK. So you got to let's see at that time when this, I would have been 19 or 20. Uh, I would have 100 percent had a sleeveless shirt on uh, a ball cap. Uh, dirty jeans. I just got off the lawnmower. There, I was mowing there at a place called Tech Air, which was a factory okay. in the industrial park. Um, sitting on the tailgate of my truck that was pulling the uh, the most redneck trailer you've ever seen yeah, in your life. Sounding more and more like a country song. That we put that, that my brother just built, um, not in a good way. Just put some, <laughs> put some things on on an axle, and and that's what I pulled the mower around in. And Aaron pulls up, and uh. In her hand, she has uh, a quarter, a double quarter pounder meal from McDonald's for me. Oh, fries and a large Dr Pepper. Oh, and we sat on the tailgate in my truck and we ate, and that's when she told me she loved me. Man, that is the picture. That is that is early days, Andrew and Aaron to 2022, Andrew and Aaron. Which and, I mean, and a summer, lot of those things. Still feel very yes. viable. A lot yeah, of those yeah, things, yeah. I mean, yeah, yeah. The sleeveless, sleeveless shirt, shirt the hat, I might not even have dirty, one on. Stop, Let's stop, be honest. Stop, the dirty it was either jeans. sleeveless or no shirt, or it was a a uh, wife beater tank top. It, one and of that's those. An expression. Yes, purely obviously. An expression. Yes, obviously. Um, the thing that I doubt is I don't see the double. Uh, yeah, no, I haven't had one of those bad boys in a long time. Now, when I was telling the kids that, Summer looked at me and went. Daddy don't get McDonald's. And I was like, Summer, I'm not really going to do that. She was like, Mommy doesn't like McDonald's. Mommy I was like, and I haven't ate at McDonald's in I don't know how long. Yes. So, uh, but now yeah, 16 years. You know, I wouldn't eat at McDonald's, but if I did eat at McDonald's, still to this day, I would enjoy it. I would too. <laughs> Every bit of it. <laughs> at least in the moment. Now, an hour yeah, later, I might go, different. that was probably a mistake. A different story. But in the moment, yeah, so 100%. Congratulations. Yeah. That's a big deal. Thank Obviously, you. 16 years. Uh, so this week, uh, we can, we can, uh, let the cat out of the bag a yes. little bit here this week. Um, we are recording just a day or two early uh, because uh, this is surgery week for yep. Hayden. And so he and I actually just later um, in the next few hours are going to be traveling out, going to New York City for his big spine surgeries. Many of you guys know he had brain surgery in Delaware this past summer. Spine surgery. This uh, upcoming Friday and then 
a lots of recovery ahead. How long do they expect him to be? I know there's a long recovery, but how long do they expect him to be in the hospital? Well, um, and again, we I mentioned this on Sunday. I would really love for everyone to not like rob us sure. uh, yes. while yes. while we're gone. In fact, uh, just if you were having that temptation, somebody will be uh, there. Someone's going to be there yeah, at yeah. all times, uh, yeah, including yeah. one of us, Carrie and I. We're going to be kind of alternating back and forth. Um, but he could be in New York for two and a half to four weeks. Wow. Yeah. So, uh, it'll be a journey, man. Um, and so we're ready though. Uh, it's going to be really, really fun. Uh, we uh, are going to the Red Sox Yankees game on Thursday night. Oh, awesome. In Yankee Stadium. That's before awesome. Before Friday morning surgery. That's good. So that's going to be super, super cool. So we're, you know, you know, trying to make the best of it. He's got to do some pre-op stuff. Um, uh, over the next couple of days and has to do scans and new blood work and all that other stuff, kind of preparing, um, got to do a COVID test. He had COVID like in August, so, so we good. should be yeah. good on that. Um, but had to do all of those things and then surgery, uh, Friday. Awesome. How's his spirits? How's his, and he's doing really well. I think at this point, you know, he's a resilient dude. He's a, uh, He's a, he's kind of a a champ in a lot of ways, and so I think he's just ready to rock and roll. Yeah. And uh, you know that's easier said than done. Uh, and I'm sure as we get closer, he'll get a little bit more nervous. I mean, he had a kind of a moment this last time around with his brain surgery, even the day before. I think he said like voiced a couple times like, "Wow, I am genuinely about to have brain surgery." You know, but uh. But this uh, will actually probably be more extensive in terms of recovery um, and will be harder on him uh, in some ways. Of course, with his brain surgery, he had meningitis afterwards. Right, right. The, it was uh, got the after meningitis afterwards, that and that was what just whipped him. Um, yeah. And so we're back. We're ready. Um, and uh, we appreciate everybody's prayers for sure. Yeah, we, you know, and, and, and we hope it all goes well. I think that's the... Uh, you know, as we oftentimes on this show, we talk about things that are happening in our country and our society and, you know, people get all worked up about what's on the news. And uh, but the reality is all that none of that matters right this week to you right. and, and what's happening. And uh, and even when I think about our anniversary on Friday and all the noise that, that tends to happen in our society and things that we get worked up about, I'm like. There is a reason why I've, this week I've looked back to that moment in Tech Air parking lot when I didn't have any money and yeah. Aaron didn't have any money and we were eating McDonald's on the tailgate of a truck. Like it sounds like a, it sounds very simple and like a country song, but there is something beautiful about yeah. the simplicity yeah. of life and kind and, of focusing and, on the things that matter most, yeah. which is relationships and, and caring for one another and, um, and yeah, how good those stripes looked in the tech air. I'm sure they look great. I and mean, how good that, that, uh, burger tasted. It, yeah. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. You know, the interesting thing about that time in my life when I did all the mowing, that was before I had a phone that like played anything. Yeah. So you would, I would, I was the guy that would wear those big headphones with like an antenna. Oh. So I could listen to, especially if I was mowing on a Saturday, I was like, I need to listen to the game. I need of to course. listen to what's going on. Uh, but other than that, there was oftentimes, I hear this, I, I would just mow and not listen to anything. What a, what, the, a, what, what a, a weird, weird time. <laughs> if, if I go out and do anything outside now, it's like, oh, I got to get these headphones in and yeah. listen to something. Yep. And now back then it was like, oh, you're just going to mow for hours and not, and just look around. 
Yes. Yeah. I, I was, I was and on think. A, I was on I guess. an airplane not too long ago, and um, and of course we'll be back on the plane, and 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 I'm not. I'm not quite to that degree. Okay. I'm truly not, uh, to that degree. Like I, I definitely listen to music sure, while yeah. I'm mowing, but if I, you know, I, I can actually crazy enough. I could go for a run without music. Yeah. It's hard for me, but I could do it, you know, but it was, it was notable to me. Like I don't know if I saw a person on the airplane yep. that didn't have some type of, headphone sure. or you know airpod or something of that sort and it was just this really unique thing that you like even if you wanted to engage you with someone same as root yeah you're yeah. almost like like, like I, I you know you, you talk about oh this great opportunity to engage with people like it's not as easy no, anymore no it's, it's not. really not it's because really, they've kind of blocked you out it's really a terrible way right. To engage with people, and and your your elbows are touching, and so it's like it's like well I didn't know what to like you're literally touching them yes yeah and you don't feel like you can say anything so because, how are you doing because our elbows are touching yeah and they're like I mean, they point to their ears yeah or they just ignore you yeah uh, Which I've never done people, that just weird when people just do that in town now yeah. I'm like oh wait wait. Wait, why are you just pointing at your Yeah, there's ears? nothing in there. No, there's why, nothing there's not there. a headphone there. Why is <laughs> you just want to talk. Please. I saw a video the other day and a, a girl, they were, there was one table sitting there and the check came and this girl acted like she was on her phone, but the other table laughed because it was actually the calculator and she was trying to calculate <laughs> who's going to pay for what, but she didn't want them to know. So she like acted like she was talking on the phone. Oh, that's uh, great. And so, yeah, I mean, I, I think that's a, but either way, we're, we're praying for Thank the you. Hayes family. Thank you. And hope so, all goes well. So there's a couple week. things that I feel like today show I, I, I need some either clarity on. Okay. And you know me, what I love to do is just throw you right on yeah, the spot. Let's do it. Uh, at midair, uh, you know, or, uh, well, and I'll say there's also something that I just need to rant about. Okay. Good. Okay. Let's and rant. so we'll, we'll save rant. the rant. Okay. To, for, for a future, you know, well, we're, segment. We're here. about to go to break. So right. what is the, what so is what the, what I'm going to need you to talk about. I'm going to need you to talk about, and we can talk more about it on the coming break, but I need to understand all things trigger loss. Okay. Yeah. Like I, I know that we have dealt. I, I, I know that things are happening beyond Roe. Sure. Okay. And, and I know that now states are, are, are stepping into some of their own actions. Yep. And so I need to have a little bit better understanding of what's happening. Yeah. Maybe most notably here in the state of Tennessee, because yeah. obviously, I mean, as much as we do have a global audience. Yeah. Right. Good portion of our listening sure. uh, audience is here local. And so we're going to talk more about that when we come back. Yeah. We're going to talk about it from the perspective of the gospel, how we need to be thinking of it. We'll talk more when we come back. If I could save time in a bottle, the first thing that I'd like to do is go to sleep because uh, that, is ex- that is taxing right there. Yeah. And you know, he probably wrote that while he was mowing and he couldn't listen to anything. <laughs> and he's just mowing. He's going, you know, if I could save time in a bottle, ah, man, man I, would, I would do that. If only I had a McDonald's burger <laughs> right, right now. That's what Double thinking. quarter pounder cheese All and right, so give it to me. So before we went to the break, yeah. I asked you to give me a little bit of clarity on what's happening in the the... You know, all things related to life, uh, yeah. and, 
and state laws, and of course we've had the things that have occurred with Roe, but but now like what is happening? Yeah, uh, so so Dobbs, the Dobbs case out of Mississippi overturned Roe ultimately. Supreme Court overturned Roe, Roe, and so what overturning of Roe does is sends it back to the states, which is what we had pre-1973. And so when it sends it back to the states, then you'll have states decide what they want to do. And right. uh, the state of Tennessee decided in, I believe it was uh, 2019, 18, 19, somewhere around in there, they passed what they called a trigger law. Uh, this was a this was something that a number of states were doing, uh, pro-life states were doing to say, we're going to pass laws in our state that if and when Roe is overturned, it will trigger this law to go into effect that will uh, and, and different states had different ones. Okay. Uh, in the state of Tennessee, what that is, is an outright abortion ban. Right. Meaning. Uh, so, for instance, we had a heartbeat bill that was passed years ago. There was a six-week abortion ban in the state of Tennessee. The court put a stay on that, so it was up in the court, so it, it, it wasn't able to move forward. Once Roe was overturned, our attorney general of the state of Tennessee went to the courts and said, now that Roe is gone, we, want to, we think this law should go into effect. The court agreed, and so up until August 25th, we had a six-week ban in place Okay, from, say, June, because June 24th, Roe was overturned. The next Wednesday... The six-week heartbeat bill abortion ban went into effect up until August 25th when the trigger ban went into effect. So the trigger ban is an outright ban. It doesn't it doesn't have anything in there about how far along you right. are or right. if, if you if you have a positive pregnancy, you cannot get an abortion in the state of Tennessee except for the physical life of the mother. Right. And then and then what comes with that too is you have you have some folks trying to. Uh, create confusion uh, around the issue by saying, well, now women aren't going to be able to get taken care of with an ectopic pregnancy, or if they have a miscarriage and they need a DNC, and, and they're not going to be able to get those things because of the law on the books in the state of Tennessee or other states. That's not true. It's not true anywhere. It's not true in the state of Tennessee. It's not true in any state in the union. Every law has an exception for the physical life of the mother, every single one of them. Uh, now, the one in the state of Tennessee does not include an exception for rape and incest, but it does include a, an exception for the physical life of the mother. Now, why do I keep saying physical life of the mother? Because our culture and the law has broadly defined life of the mother to mean I lost my job, yeah. I, I don't feel good today, right. or fill in the blank. And so what the state of Tennessee said was we want it, a doctor is going to need to show us like she was going to die if we did not intervene in this in this case. And and when we talk about ectopic pregnancies and miscarriages, literally up until June 24th, no one ever considered them abortion because when we talk about abortion, we talked about it we talk about elective abortions, the intentionally right. choosing to end the life of of the the child in the womb. And even Planned Parenthood on their website had again, they had, it's not there anymore. They had language that said an ectopic pregnancy is not your typical abortion. It is a, a, a process that is there to save the, the, the mom. The chance of viability of a baby in an ectopic pregnancy is zero, uh, but the chance of the woman having a hemorrhage and dying is very high, so we need yeah. to get in there and intervene. And so in the state of Tennessee, we have an outright ban, um, and, and a lot of the states around us are similar. So uh, you still have abortion in North Carolina. You still have abortion in Illinois. 
you, you know, Virginia's kind of uh, a mix. And so what you're going to have is you're going to have states like Tennessee that go all in, no abortion. You're going to have states like California that go all in and say, come one, come all, we'll pay for it. And you can get it up to nine months. Even in some cases, 30 days after the baby is born, perinatal, uh, which I think, I mean, you, you call me extreme for my pro-life position. That is nonsense. Yeah extremism in, yeah. in what you're seeing in California. New York's the same way. And then you're going to have states around the country that go somewhere in between. Right. Uh, and so the, the polls seem to show that the vast majority of Americans agree with a, a 15-week ban, that, that you should not be able to have an abortion after 15 weeks, which was ultimately the Dobbs case yeah. in Mississippi. And so I think you're going to see some nuance around that and some states try to do that. Uh, as of late, you've seen Lin, Lindsey Graham uh, bring up a bill. He's brought this bill up every year, which is a 20-week ban. He's moved that to a 15-week ban from a federal level. I don't see that passing uh, anytime soon. Yeah, but, so that but, was going to be my question. When you talk about states trying to do something, mm-hmm. you know, whatever that may be, that that is coming through the form of legislation, yeah. basically. Is that what you yeah. said? Okay. Yeah, so the states will pass the legislation. And interesting, some states, like Michigan, had a law in the books pre-1973 that outlawed abortion. And then Roe's overturned, and I mean Roe is is put in place, right. and abortion was allowed. Right. Well, the state of Michigan has a Democratic governor, and she she doesn't want that law to go back in the books. So they've had to fight in the courts because they had a law on the books pre nineteen seventy three that outlawed abortion. Right. And so which would then go back to back into effect once Roe's overturned. So you're going to see a number of folks fighting in the courts. You're going to see some activist courts that are trying to push an abortion agenda. Um, and so we'll see how it all shakes out. So I think, you know, it's safe to say that, that for anyone that thinks, hey, this is no longer an issue or this is no right. longer an issue that we need to be prayerful about or an issue that we want to be praying for our leaders or things of that sort, you're, you're telling us, hey, yeah, you know, the, the overturning of, of Roe is a huge deal, a huge, huge mm-hmm. deal, but, but we still have to, we still have to be, you know, intent on praying and we, we have to still be mindful of the leaders that we're right. electing and things of that sort. Does yeah. That I mean, I, some would, I've heard some say that <clears throat> up until June 24th, 2022, it was kind of a, a federal focus. Look, we need to get row overturned period. Uh, and, and in order to do that, you needed states to pass laws that the courts would ultimately take up. And so when, back when, when states were trying to pass heartbeat bills and they were saying, well, this will never make it to the courts. Yeah. That's the point. The point was to get it to the courts so that the Supreme Court would take up a case. Like, that's the only way it happens. Right. right. And, and so, so now you kind of have a 50-state front. Like, now, we, now we're working more at local levels. How do we, how do we engage locally to, to make our state one that celebrates life? And so right now you have 26 states that, that have restrictions on abortion. And so we want to see that number grow. And, and the only way that's going to happen is if you – you know, if pro-life legislators are put in place and they they have the uh, political will and guts to to do the hard thing. Yeah, yeah. On a day-to-day operation, and again, of course, you know, we we always want to um, be mindful uh, that that um, you know some of our listeners may have may have had an abortion yeah. at some point and uh, and may have regrets connected to that. And and so we want this conversation to be seasoned with grace, but ultimately, you and I. Also, very firm in our convictions, yeah. and uh, and and so 
Uh, with that said, of course, you speak on this matter a lot. Yeah. Uh, tell, tell our listeners in case they missed your show when you do that. Yeah, so I do that on Tuesday afternoons of the Drive of Five at Joy 620. You can also listen to the podcast at investinghope.com. Uh, there's a, a life event at First Baptist Pal uh, Monday, uh, the 26th, I believe that's the 26th, Monday. Uh, where we're going to be talking about it specifically. Cool. Um, uh, and, and the thing that I'm covering is misconceptions in the abortion uh, argument. And so uh, some of the, the, the things that I was talking about, how the confusion is being, there's a, there's a calculation to that confusion. Yeah. Uh, they want to create confusion because if we can create confusion around the law and around what Roe means, then, then people will go, well, I don't want Roe overturned because I'm not going to be able to be saved in an ectopic pregnancy, even right. though that's not, that's right. not true. Right. Uh, and so these are the things that, that, that we want to talk about and, and need to be praying about. Certainly there's still a lot of work to be done. Uh, but, but Roe being overturned is a historical moment that deserves celebrating like any historical moment that we've seen that, that, truly could change the trajectory of our country. So you just use the expression misconception. Mm-hmm. We talked off the break. Or yeah. the break. Maybe, maybe my rant is unwarranted. I don't know. I don't know. We'll maybe, see. maybe my rant versus your rant, and then we'll let the people vote. <laughs> <laughs> like an arm wrestling match. We'll be back. Okay, so how do you want to do this, Jason? You have, uh, let, let me set context, yeah, and then I'll let you state your, your piece, and then I will give you my perspective. No, it's good. Uh, and, so, and so as we, if you've been watching the news at all, Martha's Vineyard has been in the news, not because uh, the Obamas own a, you know, a giant estate there, because right. they do, they do, uh, not because presidential uh, folks have, have uh, vacation because there they have. because they have. Yeah. Uh, but but Martha's Vineyard's been in the news because Ron DeSantis, the governor of Florida, uh, booked a flight and and fifty immigrants uh, came that that were here. They would say illegally. Some have said they were uh, seeking asylum. You know, right. we don't. Who knows? Yes, we don't know. But uh, but he flew them to <laughs> to Martha's Vineyard. And, uh, which just, is tradi- which is a highly democratic. Yeah. Sure, uh, one community. would say a sanctuary city one. <laughs> for illegal immigrants, and so uh, so Ron DeSantis uh, did that, and um, and then they've been in the news, and then Martha's Vineyard, uh, with their virtue, loved on those people for forty eight hours, and then they deported them <laughs> off the island. In a bus. And so, so, um, so, yeah, where, where would you... So, so let's hear it. Here's where I'm at, okay? I, I fully support immigration laws. I fully support, um, you know, uh, process and systems and, and border security and all of those things, okay? What I really struggle with is at least my what what feels like political posturing, which you and I both agree sure. happens. Yeah, one hundred percent from both sides. Yeah, so what feels like political political posturing using image bearers, humans, people made in the image of God as political pawns that are in moments that, 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 again, maybe I don't understand this particular group of 50s situation, 
you know, but it's happening in other places around the country where they're being shipped to other cities, things of that sort. And it feels like, are we moving people exclusively to make a statement? Are we moving people exclusively to to draw a headline or a press clipping? Are we moving people because we're relegating responsibility? There's some just weird stuff in there for me that at times when we begin to use people, what appears just to simply be using people, possibly people that are really, really vulnerable. Again, I, I, we don't know how, how yeah. you know, are they taking, are they, you know, is it asylum? Is it they're just choosing their own well-being to, to you know, to, to come over our country illegally? Or are they not illegal? I mean, all that other stuff. But what I just I really, really struggle with just the idea that, that men and women, boys and girls, are image bearers. And if we're simply using them to 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 make for a really good news clip, that's hard for me. Yeah, and I think um, I agree. And I think the wait a minute, you can't agree. Yeah, I, you, I'm just joking. I'm I joking. think I think the, the I'm yeah. glad you agree. I think yeah. the where we're at is uh, politics is a messy, messy, right, messy. Uh, so what is going on with that situation that I probably just don't understand? And so, so here's – now, this is hard. You're, you're looking at it through a gospel lens, as we should, certainly. Right. Uh, but the reality is governors aren't. They're yes. not looking at it through that lens. They're right. looking at it through a lens of, hey, we're, we're being – I mean, we just got word yesterday or, or earlier this week. We've officially had two million – interactions at the border right it's the most ever isn't that astounding two million and so and so when you have when you have places in this country like san francisco or martha's vineyard or uh, some of these places that that live in gated communities but tell you not to build a wall or 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 do things and say things to make anyone that would deem themselves conservative very feel terrible it feels very much in the bent of um, we're going to pay very close attention to those that are anti-police yes. and yet hiring personal exactly. security. Exactly. <laughs> we hate guns except for the ones that are guarding me. Correct. Like, then, yeah. then in that case, we need them. Correct. And so yeah. as we're as we're looking through this, and you have places literally passing laws that right. say we're a sanctuary city. If an illegal immigrant, illegal, um, they, if they come to our city, we're we're going to take care of them. Is what they say. And so I think the difference with Ron DeSantis, and Greg Abbott's doing it too, the governor right. of Texas, because Greg Abbott is going, okay, we, 50 people went to Martha's Vineyard, and y'all called it a crisis and called the National Guard, and within 48 hours, you said that they brought so much to you, and it was so eye-opening, and you loved it, and we're going to really show who we are, and within 48 hours, you literally put them on the bus and deported them off the island. Right. Like, that is what you did. And we're dealing with hundreds and, of thousands of individuals. El Paso, yeah. a similar sized community, is getting around thirty to forty thousand a day. Yeah. And so I, I now again, there's definitely motives. Ron DeSantis is positioning himself to run for president. Correct. No one hundred percent. I mean one hundred percent. now I will say that DeSantis and the Florida legislature, Democrats included, voted on a budget, and that budget specifically said we are going to pay for flights. 
for folks around the country. Yes. And the Democrats in the legislature voted for it and the Republicans did too. And some of those same po- folks are now in front of the camera saying this is awful and Ron DeSantis is a human trafficker. That is not the case. Right. They fed them. They took care of them. It, this is not human trafficking, right. okay? No one was forced to get on that plane either. They, they were able uh, – they had days to decide if they wanted to. Look, if I'm coming from another country and you're like, hey, you want to go to Martha's Vineyard? It's going to be hard for me to say no. <laughs> yes, It's going to be very hard for me to say no. Right. And, and so, so, yes, it, it is not uh, – is it playing political football with real life image bearers? Yeah, and and that's uh, that's a, it. Really, is at both ends. It, it? it is it a really it is, is a, a sad a, state of affairs that we find ourselves here. But it's also when you kick the can down the road, and I'm talking to Republicans and Democrats right. for decades. Yep. When, how long have we been talking about the immigration issue? My entire life, right, and beyond. And so when you continue to kick the can down the road. These things are going to happen. Also, when when you start to say things and, and pass local ordinances and put political signs in your yard that says, come one, come on, the Statue of Liberty is about bringing, you're tired, you're weary. Yeah. Don't get mad when somebody calls your bluff on that. Well, it's and so it's a, it's a messy, it's a messy thing. It's interesting, too, that often um, th- this is a, a classic case, especially there in Martha's Vineyard, where politicians may be posturing in ways that don't represent the actual desires of its constituents. Uh, yeah. You know, because they're like, hey, yeah, this makes for great political <laughs> fodder. And then all the residents are like, nope. Well, nope, and here's nope, the thing. Nope, here's nope. the thing, too. I, I, I that's heard true across, that's across the board. For, that's yeah, not yeah, true yeah. just for immigration. It's true for everything. For, uh, for the homeless population. Yep. It's true for, you know, I mean, any type of things. You often Well, even, even Lindsey Graham came out this past week with the, with the abortion bill, and you have Republicans and McConnell, the leader of the Senate, going, right. We're, now's not the time. And yeah. it's like, so when is the time to protect babies? I'm just trying to figure this out. Is it is it only when it's good for politics and when you can win an election? Other than that, it's not good. And so so you have this on both sides. But the the interesting thing is I saw an analysis of what happened at Martha's Vineyard and and here's what happened. They within 48 hours I mean in essence deported them off the island, sent them to a military base. And so what some are arguing is they now shown the model. And so so what's going to be interesting now is what is Governor Abbott of Texas, uh, the governor of Arizona, which will probably soon be Carrie Lake. What's what's Governor DeSantis going to do? What's our governors in border states now after they've seen, okay, this is what we did in Martha's Vineyard. We called their bluff. And in a way, Martha Vineyard said, okay. Yeah, and then we're now going to put him on the bus and send him somewhere else. So what's the move moving forward? Right. And 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 the reality is, two million. It's just unsustainable. Right. You know, we we don't have enough staff. We don't have enough shelters. We don't. That's why when when the, when people were upset about uh, the cages, th- those were put together during the Obama administration because there was no room for anybody and. And so they were just trying to create dividers. Now it looks terrible because yeah, it looks sure. like dog kennels, but but there's a it is unsustainable. Right. And and so as I said earlier, the some of these governors obviously are looking at it from a political perspective, and, and Democrat and Republican both, and not through a biblical lens. When we look at it from a biblical lens, it has to be a both end. These are image bearers, but but we have to look at something that's going to be sustainable as a country. Yeah. 
And currently what we have is is not sustainable yeah. at all. Yeah. And I don't know the my fear is we're we're in a place now because all I kept thinking about in hearing the interviews of the people in Martha's Vineyard and the, the residents of the area, and and forgive me if this is if this is a bad analogy, all I kept thinking about was short term mission trips. Interesting. Because all those all those people being interviewed said they enriched our lives, they made us better humans, and I'm like, you were with them for 48 hours, <laughs> and they're the ones that need something, not yeah. not you. Yeah. And and so. It was almost like you have all these secular folks who are not biblical gospel people, but they're using language that I've heard in the past. The folks going, I love, I love that short-term mission because I come back appreciating all that I have because they don't have anything. Yeah. And it's a sense of, well, hold on. What's the ultimate goal? If we're going to virtue signal, and everybody does that in some shape, form, or fashion— when are we going to move from signaling, signaling that to actually loving people in, in messy situations? Yeah. And it's difficult because yeah. you're also got to think about policy in yeah. the midst of all that. Yeah, it's and, hard. And putting them first as yeah. opposed to putting us first. Yeah. We'll talk more when we come back. That's good. That is good. Hey, so uh, this is our last segment. Yeah, it is. I feel like I, I um, man, that's good. That music that is, is great. I like so that. Good. I uh, I need to make a confession. Okay, it's a, it's a big moment. It's a big moment. I need to confess. All right. I've led I've led my one of my boys astray. Yeah, like it's a big deal. Okay. Yeah, and, and like, not that he's become a Florida fan or that's anything good. of that sort. That's it's good. not that bad. My oldest son, who's about to have surgery. Went for his driver's test, mm. for his license last week. Got his driver's license. He got it. Okay. Good. Got his driver's license. Pretty amazing. Yeah. Pretty incredible. Man, you're old. Makes me feel so old. <clears throat> yeah. So pumped for him. Almost failed the driver's test. And it was my fault. Yep. Because what would you tell him to do? Well, okay. So... The lady said, you missed a certain amount of points. You can miss yeah, a certain yeah. amount of points. He was one short of as many as you could miss. Okay. And she said, you control the vehicle great. Yep. You know every part of the vehicle. Like, you know, I mean, they make you turn the wipers sure. on. Yeah, do yeah. your, you know, all the signals, all this. Stuff. Where's the emergency brake? And they do all that stuff. Okay. We had to drive all the way to Crossville, oh, by wow. the way, which was notable. Wow. Um, yeah. And I'm not 100% certain that uh the place, did you just meet somebody at Bucky's? Uh no, but we did go to Bucky's <laughs> yeah, immediately as after. You should. Yeah. Yep. Um but uh my gra- my my grandfather is from Crossville. Yep. It's passed now, so my dad's from Crossville. And I, as my dad said, I'm not a hundred percent certain the location where my dad got his driver's license isn't the same huh. where my awesome. son got his That's driver's awesome. license. Pretty cool. But did great, controlled the car you know, awareness, all of those other things. But he turned not hand over hand, but does the like one handed kind of, I don't even know how to describe it. What am I describing? I'm showing with your palm on the, with your palm on the wheel. Right. Yeah. Like your wax on wax off. Correct. And I, and I do that. And I didn't ever tell him to do that, but I do that. 
uh, and, and he just watches and yeah. he's just watches and he didn't know any different yeah. and I've never corrected him. And she gave him a stern, like she was wonderful. And I'm sure that's what they kind of have yeah. to do, you know, but it was like, you did good, this, 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 but you, um, I almost had to fail you because you did this every turn and she was giving him this stern look. You must keep two hands on the wheel at all right. time, you know. Right. And uh, and what about your it's, knee? It's on me. Yeah, and that's on me. Yeah. I I I taught. Did you that. did you step up and say that's on me? I, well, she actually called me forward uh-huh. uh, with. Well, I guess they want that, which makes sense. Sure, they yeah, want they to wanna, know like how yeah. did they do? How did they not do? So uh, because they come back into the vehicle or come back into the office from the vehicle. You know, then kind of talks to both of us, and I did. I was like, "Well, I was like, yeah, we'll yeah. we'll work on that." I, he's probably observed that for me, and that's not, you know, he drove and and, and he was testing on a pretty big truck. I yeah. drive a truck, and so it's kind of this, you know, you, you need to you need to have two hands on. And, and so, she took your license. Yeah, and then I have a, a ticket. No, yeah, no. yeah that <laughs> you know the the beauty of growing up in a small town. When I got my driver's license, literally the person giving me the test was my old Sunday school teacher. Yeah, and all we did was talk. She That's didn't tell amazing. me anything, anything. That's it's like fabulous. you did great. Uh, may God be with you. And uh, yeah, so that's the beauty of a small town. So, well, so I mean, Crossville. True, Crossville's not true. exactly metropolis, but it ain't uh, Cornersville. No. So when no, my kids not. go, it's to, got a bucky. When my now. kids go and get their license, eventually, I'm going to go find the smallest town. Yeah. So we yeah. went in. Uh, we uh, we let. Um, I thought it was going to be Hayden's first location that he was going to drive. Yeah. Like as a licensed driver, he didn't want to drive because he'd driven up to Crossville. Okay. Yeah. We had spent some time actually earlier that morning uh, in the car uh, or in the truck. I was helping him work on some like parking stuff. He's yeah. pretty darn good at it, but but just still working on it. And I think he was just worn out. And so I was like, "Do you want to drive?" He's like, "Nah, you can." Uh, and so I, I drove us to Buckingham. I live in such a different. We live in such a different time. Yeah, I, I there was I, never a moment, never. When I said I don't want to drive, yeah, I ever. think for him, I mean, again, you know, I, a, no, I think a lot of driving. It's a lot of driving, but I do think it's a generational thing. Yeah, I think so. I know a lot of sixteen-year-olds yeah. are like, I'm good. He's pretty he eager. Drive. He jumps into it like any time. Like he's yeah. like, yeah, but in that time, he and he's probably a little stressed after. Sure, getting, <laughs> <Yeah>. getting <laughs> I don't know how to turn, Dad. <laughs> Dad, you taught me nothing. All I've ever known is wrong. <laughs> Slides. Yeah. So, uh, but we went straight to Bucky's. It's we a, over, it is, and I needed gas. It is bonkers. It, it, the cheapest and gas cheap around. Gas is yeah. great gas. I needed gas, and so uh, so did that. And then uh, some say the best gas. Yeah, I'm trying to think what else we got. I went into the restroom. Just felt like I. It is use amazing. The it's amazing. Clean you restroom. and a thousand people can use it in there. Yeah, they have coffee bar. It is. It is truly insane. Now I will say this: I don't understand buying the shirts. I don't yeah. understand buying the merch. I don't understand. To buy the wicker chair. I don't, don't get that. that. I uh, need a rocking chair. For I, when I was getting gas there one day, there was people taking selfies. I don't get that. You know, it's just a. It, you know, Jason took a selfie there. Yeah. But but it's just. It's a, uh, it's but nice, it it is remarkable. It's a nice big. It is remarkable. Gas uh, one thing, I was coming back from Nashville the other day. Did you know that Lebanon has a Whataburger? Do you know that? I think I did know that. I didn't know that. But they do. Now you know. It's not. It's okay. It's no McDonald's. Hey, it's Florida Week. It's no McDonald's. It's Florida Week. We're going to be in the top ten after this Saturday. Come on, Vols. We'll talk to you soon.